Thinking from Colossians chapter 2, verses 1 to 10. For I want you to know how much I am struggling for you, and for those in Laodicea, and for all who have not seen me face to face. I want their hearts to be encouraged and united in love, so that they may, uh, so that they may have all the riches of assured understanding and have the knowledge of God's mystery, that is, Christ himself. In whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge, I am saying this so that no one may deceive you with plausible arguments. For though I am absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit, and I rejoice to see your morale and the firmness of your faith in Christ. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. See to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the universe, and not according to Christ. For in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, and you have come to fullness in him, who is the head of every ruler and authority. This is the word of the Lord. Uh, last year, it was the theme was uh, change, and then we have uh, reflected upon change, and we also have experienced uh, change, uh, uh, actually. Uh, and personally, uh, I experienced a lot of changes uh, last year. My daughter got married, and my son uh, had a son, so became grandfather and harabuji in Korean. Uh, but you know, these days, grandfather is not necessarily very, very old, and he cannot go, <laughs> you know, with a beard and all that. Oh, his life is almost over now. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a lot of young, cool grandfathers. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as I look back uh, 2014, I realized that you know God has been so good uh, in many ways. Whenever we encounter uh, encounter difficulties and hardships, and God always uh, uh, gave us hope. Uh, it's okay. Uh, things will uh, turn out alright. So don't give up. You know. And also when we uh, experience uh, dangers and crises, God always uh, showed us a way out. And uh, also when we are so down and uh, in darkness, and God always uh, gave us the light and then uh, gave us the hope to uh, go on and move on. So we are very thankful uh, for a God who has been with us uh, all along uh, in the past year, uh, 2014. Uh, uh, this year, I, I do believe that God will uh, also powerfully be with you uh, in your life, and God will guide you and lead you, and God will show show you much, much more wonderful and mysterious thing, uh, things in 2015. I pray that your life uh, becomes much, much fuller uh, this year, and the next year's uh, this year, the theme is uh, journey uh, to fullness, and that's what we are going to uh, explore this year, journey to fullness. So as uh, Jay Moksani said, uh, let us uh, think about these two words, journey and fullness. Uh, today is just the introduction of uh, that theme, but throughout the whole year, we are going to uh, reflect on uh, journey uh, and fullness. Uh, I like the word journey, uh, life uh, as a journey. Uh, when I hear that life is a journey, I uh, feel that life is moving uh, somewhere. It's not static. It's not just uh, staying uh, where uh, you are. Life is not like uh, 
uh, you know, uh, the turning wheel or mouse wheel, and uh, you keep uh, turning, but you're at the same place. The life is not just turning around and around and around. Life is going somewhere, progressing towards somewhere. So journey uh, tells me that uh, it has a movement. Life has a movement, and I like that. Life has a movement. I mean, sometimes we don't feel like our life is moving at all because you know, uh, when I first start. You know, uh, Monday I get a little rest and then already prepare for a sermon for Sunday. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, everything happens, and then all of a sudden another Monday. So, so, so sometimes you feel like you are uh, bound and enslaved to your routine and everything. But I do believe that. But life is moving uh, toward something. So life, uh, as a journey, is that life has a goal and direction. Life is not just floating around. It is intentional. You're making intentional journey. That's what journey is. You're not just uh, floating around by the power of the wind around you, but you are making a conscious and intentional step towards the goal. Uh, and then you set the direction uh, in your life. So life as journey uh, is a beautiful thing. As uh, I look back my own life, and as we look back our own lives, we realize that there was a certain path. Uh, it's not just flat li uh, life, but there was certain road, certain way, a certain uh, path uh, that we have uh, walked along. Uh, you know, when I look back uh, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, even 30 years ago, uh, yeah, I lived longer than 30 years, and, and 40 years ago, that I could never imagine that uh, where I am now. I couldn't even think about uh, where uh, I'll be. So back then, I didn't really know what I will be like in 20 years, 30 years, 40 years down the road. Especially we have high school students here. And then uh, you sit down and think about uh, in 20 years or 30 years, you and I are probably about 40 years. <laughs> in 40 years, would I be like that cool man up there? <laughs> oh. You know, you, you can you can imagine what I mean. I hope that you guys think about these things. What I'll be when I uh, uh, saw uh, Joel uh, reading the scriptures today. Wow, John is standing there. <laughs> I mean, cool. You know, very very strong and solid. You know, so life we cannot imagine what will be like in. 20, 30, 40 years. That's what life is. And this path that we have walked on uh, was created and paved by the people that we met, uh, by the experiences that we had, uh, whether good or bad, or the careers that you made, or the choices that you made. By these things, your path was created uh, in a way. 
And uh, depending on what kind of people you met, certain path is also created uh, in your life. So whatever you live, whatever you do in your life, that creates certain path for you to walk on. One thing unique about life or life journey is that you don't always have a path or you don't always can see the path. That's one thing unique about uh, life journey. It's not that, oh, all paved road is there and you just walk on it. Oh, you take 401 and you, you go somewhere. It's not like that. Sometimes you don't see the path. Sometimes there is no path, period. So here, what am I going to do now? Which path? There's no path that I can see. That's what life journey is like. When I look from here, this point on, where do I go? I don't know many times. That's what's, what's unique about life journey. Sometimes you have to find that path. Very, you have to think very hard to find that path. Or other times, you may even have to create a path because there, there's no path. So you have to pave the path, create the path to walk on it. The path other people took is not necessarily the path for me. The path my friends take is not necessarily the path for me. We don't, we won't, you don't want to follow other people's path. You want to walk your own path. I mean, it's your life. It's one life that you have. You don't want to walk on the path that other people pave. That is a copy of other people's lives. You don't want to live a copy of life. You want to live original of your life. I don't want to repeat what other people do in my life. I want to see what's in store for me originally and uniquely for me. God has created me not just as a, a kind of product manufactured by the uh, factory. God created me as a very, very unique person. That means I have a unique life that I have to live. And I have to find a unique path that God wants me uh, to walk on. No matter how great that per the other person's uh, path may be, but that may not necessarily uh, be the path for me. This is what uh, Jesus said once. Enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the road is easy that leads to destruction, and there are many who take it. For the gate is narrow and the road is hard that leads to life, and there are few who find it. Narrow road, narrow path. I took a picture once uh, at the Knox College. Can you? Uh, it's Knox College. Uh, uh, narrow path, uh, narrow road. I mean, Jesus said, narrow 
walk on the narrow path, go through the narrow gate, and uh, some of you, most of us will think that, oh, that's, Jesus is telling us to take a hard life, difficult life. I mean, it's true. A lot of people take certain paths because it's easy. That's why a lot of people take it. So narrow path uh, can be sometimes difficult and hard because not many people want to take it. Uh, because it's hard. So it is true that uh, Jesus is talking about hard, difficult life. But I, I don't think Jesus is talking just about hard and difficult life. What Jesus is saying is the unique path that you want to take, that path you take, that's a narrow road. Not everybody, not what everybody else is doing, but what you want to do. What you want to achieve. What you want to be in your life. That's a very narrow road that I need to uh, take. Sometimes that road can be uh, lonely because nobody else shares your vision. Nobody else shares your dream. It is your unique dream. doesn't matter what it is. It may not be a popular dream. It may be very, very... Uh, uh, unpopular uh, thing that people want to do, but that I want to do is sometimes so I feel lonely because nobody else share, uh, tells me, oh, how great uh, uh, you're doing. But that path, narrow path, is the path that I want to take. Not the copy of other people's path. That's what I want to do in my life. And I hope that you live that life in your life. Uh, a very, very famous uh, uh, poem by uh, Robert Frost. You all know this poem. So if we look at it, uh, the road, road less traveled. Two roads diverge in a yellow wood. And sorry. I could not travel both. And at the, at, at the end he says, two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. That narrow path, the one less traveled by people, that path made all the difference in my life, in your life. So our journey is the journey of finding my own unique life. It may not be glamorous. It may not be envied by people. It may not be rich and famous life, but it must be my own life. It must be my color, my taste, my smell, and my own, not anybody else's. So this journey in that sense can be a lonely journey, but when you take that journey on the road, you'll find yourself. You'll discover yourself. 
you will get to know yourself more deeply. If you continuously try to copy other people's lives, in that journey, you can never find yourself because it is not you on that journey. You're just following other people's. You're just copying other people's lives. But when we take my own unique, authentic journey and life on the road, we discover who we are, what we really like, what we really don't like. What is my vision? What is my dream? We find that on the road. There's a famous uh, apostle, St. Paul. St. Paul was on the journey to Damascus. When he took that journey to Damascus, he tried to kill off Christians and imprison Christians. He was full of himself. He was full of his own stubborn ideas, how he should live. So he took that journey being full of himself, thinking that these Christians are, are supposed to be persecuted. But on that journey, he met Christ. That was a mysterious encounter. And he met Christ, and after that, his journey changed completely. He was looking for the mystery and great treasure in Christ. I mean, this is uh, what uh, St. Paul said. For in him, the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, and you have come to fullness in him, who is the head of every ruler and authority. He found this Christ in him, and, uh, in uh, this uh, treasure in Christ. So, my friends, every decision you are making is reflecting who you are and has to reflect who you are. And therefore, every decision you make creates your own unique path. That's why you have to make very intentional decision. Don't let other people make decision for you. You have to make decision on your own because that creates unique path for you. We may not always know the best, best decision. When I look back, I made so many wrong decisions. And you probably make many, many wrong decisions. But still, what is important is that decision is my own. Because we don't see what's ahead of us. We cannot make always the good decision. We may make wrong decision. But that's all right. But it has to be your decision, not anybody else's. You know, if you make other people's decisions, what happens to you? After that, oh, my mother told me to do this, or oh, my, 
my grandfather told me to do this, or you know, my friend told me to do this. You're just blame, blaming other people. You have to make your decision, and that's very important. But let me tell you, our ultimate goal, though, of our journey is not to find me. Our ultimate goal is to find the way of Christ. I do believe that that's the ultimate goal of my journey, to find the way of Christ. As we just read the scripture, because there is fullness in Christ. Our journey is not just to find me. Our journey is to find Christ. That's why your journey, when you, when you take that journey to find Christ, your journey becomes mysterious journey and spiritual journey. It's like finding hidden treasures. And St. Paul found that hidden treasure on the road to Damascus. And this is what he said also in verse 23. I want your hearts to be encouraged and united in love so that you may have all the riches of assured understanding and have the knowledge of God's mystery that is Christ himself. In whom? In Christ. We, in Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Ultimately, when we just find me, we'll find emptiness. But when we find Christ, you will see the treasure, the hidden treasures of all the wisdom and knowledge. I hope the 2015 becomes a journey of getting to know Christ more fully, more deeply, more intimately. And then to do that, of course, you have to take your own unique journey because that's the only way that leads you to Christ. If you copy other people's lives, you can never find Christ. When you start taking your own unique journey, then that takes you to Christ. That's the first step. But ultimately, you, I hope that you get to know Christ in the end, in an authentic way, in a, your unique way. When you copy other people, you will end up with that person's emptiness. But when you take that spiritual journey seriously, day by day, uniquely, and then you find Christ, and then you find all the wisdom and knowledge hidden. So, journey to fullness, in a sense, to me, is a journey to emptiness. You need to find yourself and then deny yourself. Find yourself and then empty yourself. Only when you find yourself, you can empty yourself. If you don't understand, that's fine. 
You want to say later in your life. If you find yourself, only then you can empty yourself and deny yourself. So journey to fullness is in a way journey to emptiness. The first part, journey, is what we do. But second part, fullness, is what God does. So in the first part, we continuously do the journey to emptiness. And the second part, God, God comes and then gives you the fullness. We don't create fullness. It is gifts from God. 2015, we've been exciting here. You take great journey. High school students, our high seas, I hope that in 20 years down the road, that year, 2015, was a turning point in my life. I started taking the journey of life. Happy New Year. May your be blessed year this year. <laughs>